Blog Talk Radio. He was up each morning with the dawn because he knew his daily run was long and hard and he had to be ready to get his freight train down the track determination he would never lack the little locomotive called freight train Freddy. Hi everyone. <clears throat> Welcome to Getting on Top. I'm your host Paul Morris. We're here from Wednesdays from 4 to 4.30 p.m. That's Eastern Daylight Time. And uh, we broadcast from the southern Hudson Valley region of New York State. Which for you out of town is it's just the uh, northern suburbs of New York City, my hometown. And we have a, a call in number. If someone uh, like to ask a question. Uh, for me, I'm going to be running, going solo today, talking about uh, a, a concept called the Paradise Principle, my own concept. Uh, I'm going to be uh, doing research now for a book on the subject. And um, but if someone would like to ask a, uh, a pertinent question, I'd be happy to uh, to talk to you. <clears throat> Call in number is one three four seven two one five nine four five six. And that little ditty was Freight Train Freddy from the uh, children's book called Freight Train Freddy, which I wrote. Uh, it's a rhyming children's story and um, about the nineteenth century steam engine as he goes through his daily routine and harrowing experiences in the Old West. And it was illustrated uh, by uh, by the uh, the singer of the song, Freight Train Freddy, who was Peter Tazan. Uh, he also he wrote in, uh, and uh, sang the song. Peter is a really tremendous artist. And if you want to see some of his beautiful pictures, and illustrations, and also read some of the uh, the uh, rhymes from the book. You can go to ftfcreations.com. That's ftf as in freight train, Freddy, creations.com. And I also want to talk about Upper Cervical Chiropractic of New York, established in 2002, located in White Plains, New York. And UCC New York has become a standard of excellence in the profession and attracts patients from all over the world including famous celebrities and pro athletes. You can find them at www.ucc-ny.com. I am a patient of Dr. Gertner's. And uh, if you call him at 914-686-621, mention my name, Paul Morris, uh, you get a free consultation and exam worth $300. Not a bad deal. So, what is Paradise Principle all about? Well, I've been studying human behavior and, uh, you know, the meaning of life, science, and cosmology for all my life, for all my 70-plus years on the planet here. You know, it's funny. You never know why anybody's interested in a particular subject or why you have a passion for something. Uh, but, you know... I've always had interest in certain subjects, mostly science, human behavior, 
and so on. I think it's all coming together. So this book, The Paradise Principle, that I'm working on now, <clears throat> is a combination of that and also spirituality when I hit my midlife crisis at around 45 um, I took a course in, uh, even though I was a very left brain, scientific uh, engineer, computer type guy. I wasn't really nerdy, but I was technical. <laughs> and uh, I took a course in psychic phenomena and opened up a whole new world to me. And meeting pe people of that ilk and, you know, hanging around with them, it, it was interesting. I guess you'd say it opened up the right side of my brain, uh, and I started using it more and also getting a great understanding of uh, psychic phenomenon, which may sound weird, new agey, and all that stuff, but it's really not. Uh, I mean, those people use it, and that's great. A lot of people use a lot of things, but <clears throat> it doesn't make it untrue. And in fact, as Einstein said, everything is energy, uh, but mass, uh, or, uh, mass, matter is just energy in a, in, in a different form, uh, just like ice is water in a different form and steam is water in a different form. They're all water, uh, basically, and every so therefore, and, the, and, and as the analogy goes, also everything is energy. And um, what people call psychic phenomenon is just it's just energy on a different uh, uh, vibration frequency, a higher frequency of vibration, that's all. And um, through our normal five senses, we cannot pick this up, So, and we can't even measure it with instruments yet. Yet. Uh, but one day we will, I'm sure. And um, anyway as way of introduction. So let me get to the topic at hand. It combines it combines uh, those things. It also talks about the other side, uh, which is just, again, at a higher frequency. Uh, I do believe in the uh, soul. I believe in God. I'm not a religious person, but I believe in uh, spirituality. <clears throat> Regardless, listen, and open your minds up and, and, and just... See if it makes sense, okay? My uh, sniff test, so to speak, because I started uh, scientifically, is the things make sense. My conclusion is, even with the craziest things in, you know, in life, if something is true, it has to make sense. It ha everything is a system. The universe is a system. We as individuals creatures are systems and we have systems within our systems. Each one of our zillions of cells in our bodies are systems. Within cells, there are systems within the systems and so on. And it's very analogous to a computer program. I was a computer programmer back, back in the 60s um, and that's the way computer programs work. The programs within programs within programs and so on and so forth. <clears throat> And that's the way uh, the body works. I believe the mind works the same way. I don't want to get too far afield. Let me get to the topic now. Uh, but we're going to be using all those concepts. 
tying them all together. So, uh, what what does the Paradise Principle talk about? Well, it talks about the thing that really is transcendent in life. Okay, and in other words, what brings us out of our four-dimensional world, three dimensions, uh, three physical dimensions and one dimension of time. Like Einstein talked about the four dimensions, those are the physical dimensions. And that's transcendence. When something takes us out of that four-dimensional world, the here and now, so to speak, then we have transcendence. So I want to give you some phrases. All right. Some of the subtitles for the book, which I think will give you an idea of what I'm talking about here, is Designing Humanity, Seeking Heaven on Earth, Explaining the Unexplainable, That Certain Something, and Life Drivers. Okay? There's many ways to say it. What does it mean? Where does it come from? How do we get some? And why does it light our fire? All right? Some of the uh, words we use to describe this principle I call the Paradise Principle. And these are just some I threw together quickly. There are many, many of them. Allure, animal magnetism, appeal, attraction, attractiveness, aura, beauty, that certain something, charisma, charm, chemistry, cool, dazzle, desirability, drawing power, enchantment, enthralling, enthrallment. Fascination, flash, glamour, grace, the it. Uh, many years ago, way before, before my time in the 20s, uh, when movies had just started, there was a woman they called the it girl because she had it. Okay? <laughs> uh, lure, magical, magnetism, pizzazz, poise, presence, razzle-dazzle, razzmatazz, savoir-faire, seductiveness, something special, sorcery, spellbinding, Star power, star quality, style, uh, to have what it takes. It's witchcraft, the X factor, right? There's a program called the X factor. And um, I left out here what the French call it, je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi is what the French call it. And uh, that means literally I don't know what. So they have that I don't know what. Uh, and that's the whole thing about it. It's that X factor. X in math, and I was a math major, it means the unknown, the unknown factor. Je ne sais quoi, I don't know what, and so on. Or they call it chemistry because they don't have another word for it. Um, it's an unexplainable thing. And interestingly enough, that quality is unexplainable with words. And we may give it a title. These words here don't explain it. It's just a title. So we know what we're talking about. You know, when an, when an animal, uh, you know, could do something, we say it's instinct. Why do we use the word instinct? Because we don't really understand what it is. Why a bee knows how to make a beehive. It's pretty complicated. 
why a spider knows how to make a web or why animals know how to hunt. I mean, it's amazing. You see animals, like dogs, for instance, wild dogs or or any other animal, uh, wolves, in a pack hunting, they're coordinated. You see them. I see, I see them all the time. And one goes off on one side, they surround. How do they communicate with each other? They don't have language. Isn't that interesting? But my point is that the, this thing is not definable. Well, with all the words we have in the world, and, and uh, uh, the United States in particular, or English, the, Eng- the American English language has 600,000 words, which is a lot, uh, to have a perspective. Fran- the French have maybe two or 300,000 words. They're always getting rid of <laughs> words that are Americanized. Once a year or so, they 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 get rid of them. You know, they're very they're very uh, fussy about that. But we have about six hundred thousand words, and we don't have a word. We don't. We still can't explain this phenomenon. Okay. Um, so why do I call it the paradise principle? Because <clears throat> we come from paradise. I'm <laughs> heaven, the other side. Okay. This is my very strong belief. A lot of other people believe the same way. Some people don't. That's fine. But it makes sense. All right? Before we're born, we are, we, we are partly uh, body and partly soul. Body and soul. All right? Everybody knows about the soul. Uh, and um, 24 grams and so on and so forth. That's supposed to be the weight of the soul. But... Before we're born, we're on the other side, and that's our true home. Uh, and as it is said, we're we're spirits having a human experience, not the other way around. So we're basically spirits. So the spirit world, so to speak, the other side, which is just a higher vibration, is our true home. So in a way, when we're here on Earth, we're just fish out of water basically that's why we're uncomfortable a lot that's why we need a lot of coddling alright that's why it takes so long for a child to be on their own and to get used to the world and some children go back that's what they say I've been told is a reason for uh, sudden infant death syndrome or SIDS that some children just say wait this world is way too crazy for me I don't know what I was getting. I don't know what I'm getting into here. I want to go back, and they just die, and they don't have explanation for those deaths. Uh, anyway, so so when we come to Earth, you know, our true home is the other side, which is a uh, unity, single dimension place. And when we come to Earth, we have duality. And that creates friction. Uh, why do we have duality here? We have duality. Everything has its equal and opposite. Yin and yang. Okay? Male and female. Black and white. Up and down. Uh, you know, here and there. So on. You know, so on and so forth. In fact, it's my very strong belief <clears throat> that everything that exists has its exact, and I will repeat, exact, equal and opposite. I think that's 
the only way the world can, the universe can hold itself uh, the way it does and stay with the way it is. And in fact, even uh, when matter is created, antimatter is created. Isn't that interesting? What's antimatter? Exactly the equal and opposite of matter. If people read the, uh, the um, what is it? Uh, there's a book by Brown. Uh, let's see. Um, the uh, Angels. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember the name. I'll remember it before the end. Um, before the end of the show. Um, and anyway, he wrote this. It, it was. It wasn't his most famous book. It was the second most famous book. Uh, something about angels. Anyway, he talks in this book about. And the book is about how antimatter and matter are created, and when the antimatter and matter get together, there's a huge, like an atomic, you know, a bomb explosion, and the whole book they're trying to keep this person from getting those things together and blowing everything up. Um, at any rate, uh, so so my point is that the other side is unity, this side is duality. And so why is there duality? And again, there's a reason for it. It makes sense. Otherwise, I wouldn't talk about it. I wouldn't believe in it. The reason why we go from a place of unity to a place of duality, in unity, everything is peaceful. That's why they call it heaven. <laughs> it's peaceful because there's only one. Every Everybody's one together. That oneness, that togetherness everybody talks about, that they strive for here, and it's such a challenge here. It's a challenge here because is we live in a, a universe of duality. That's why it's a challenge. And, and on the other side is unity. It's just natural. So we're always seeking that. Because that feels good, that's part of the paradise principle. Whatever feels good reminds us of home, which is paradise, which is heaven. In other words, for heaven is paradise. <clears throat> so the paradise principle is we yearn for that other side, to be in that oneness. And when we are, when we meditate, when we're in love, you know, when we're in a loving state, when we're in kumbaya, all right, everything feels wonderful because it reminds us of paradise. That is the paradise principle. That is basically it. It gives us transcendence, what I said before. It means we transcend or leave the three- or four-dimensional world, the physical world we're in, and go to that other place, Okay. That's what people want in life. That's why we want a lot of money. That's why we want a loving relationship. That's why we want everything to be copacetic. So we feel that way, the way we felt when we were on the other side. And that is the paradise principle. Okay, so that's why we want to make a lot of money so we can have the things that make us feel good. The money doesn't do it all the time. <laughs> Although we could buy a house by the ocean or somewhere in the country that's quiet and peaceful. And a lot of people do that. But, so, this gets into a lot of important things about the way people behave. 
why do you pay so much money? $1,000 a ticket, as much as 1000 or more a ticket, to see a uh, somebody perform a Barbara Streisand has a quality to Stevie Wonder, has that quality, and some other stars, you know, the ones that have that quality, uh, Teresa Franklin had that quality. That's why she's, you know, she's so she's so well-liked. And there are a number of others I just can't think of off the top of my head. But uh, that's the quality. That's the thing. That's the X factor, the je ne sais quoi, the charisma. That thing that people want. That's what you hear in wonderful, beautiful music at an opera. You know, they say, why do you go to an opera? You can't understand the words. Because the music and everything creates that transcendence. It's the transcendence that people are really looking for. That's the ingredient in all those things. Whether we, you know, go see a pop star or any, or an opera or a ballet or a classical music or rock music, it takes us away from the four-dimensional world. It gives us transcendence. That quality <clears throat> is the thing that I call the paradise principle. And, you know, if you you hear it in someone's voice sometimes, uh, somebody recently, um, this uh, English singer Smith, I forget his first name. He, he won some Emmys recently. Um, he has that quality. It, we, we don't understand it, but it moves us. It's like their soul is communicating with our soul. It touches us. When we say it touches us, what does that mean? It means it touches our soul, which means it it communicates with our soul, which reminds us again of the other side and offers us again transcendence. That quality in a sales presentation even, what moves people about someone who has presence? What does that mean when someone has presence? Okay? When people run for office, uh, you know, they most of the time people vote for people because they have a quality they like. They might not even have all the, you know, qualifications. Or maybe they don't think they'd make the best president. But there's something about the person they like, and they often vote for them for that reason. In the last election that happened, that's what people said when they were interviewed as an exit interview. They thought Mitt Romney would make a better president, but they liked Barack Obama better. They thought he cared more. He had that quality, more of that quality, and and he, he won the election. So that that's an important that's an important quality. So how does one get that? How do you get more of that quality? Well, if you watch uh, like American Idol. I happen to like to watch it. I like to see to see that, to see that quality in the young people's voices. And every once in a while you get that. So how how do you get that? Well, you have to be natural. The more natural you are, all right, 
the more that quality comes through. Think of it like a faucet, a water faucet. Uh, when you turn the water on, the more you turn it on, the more the flow comes, the greater the flow. And you, as you turn it off, you constrict the flow, the less comes out. It's the same with this quality of the other side. Basically, what people do when they do that is they channel. Even in writing, I write, I know. When I'm in, a, I'm in the flow, F-L-O-W, I write. That's how I write. I don't even know what I'm going to write. It just comes out. I write uh, uh, children's books. Uh, I write uh, rhymes. I, I've written a novel. I write uh, nonfiction as well. This book will be nonfiction. And I just sit there and relax. I play classical music. They say that Baroque music in particular gets you into a, uh alpha brainwave state, which helps uh, you in, to have a flow state, and it just flows. I don't know where it comes from. It just flows. And a lot of people are like that. Uh, in fact, a lot of people say they don't write, they just channel, but it, everybody writes channels to some extent. And in fact, sometimes when, you, when I found, when I thought too much, I overthought, it, 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 it restricted that flow and I couldn't create as well. I couldn't write as well and I had to stop thinking so much and just relax and let it flow. So when we're relaxed and we're in the groove, we're in the flow, then that comes through, and it feels so right and natural, and you can't and, and you can't be nervous and be in the flow at the same time. They're two opposite things. The nerves shut us down. It makes us question, and that uh, and makes us nervous, and that shuts off the flow. And you see, the people who are most confident. We call them natural. Flow have that flow. And we picked it up, and it sounds the best. It's not only the sound of it, but it, it connects with our soul. And that's called the Paradise Principle. In other words, the principle is that when we get that feeling that reminds us of the other side, it makes us feel good. It makes us like that performer. It makes us like that person or that piece of art. It could be a painting. It could be a natural scene watching the ocean come in and out, okay? It could be, you know, just floating along on a lake or sitting in your backyard looking at the birds in the trees or watching the squirrels running around, whatever it is. That's why they tell you to get out in nature, okay? Because they want you to experience that. It brings us back. That's why we sleep at night. We sleep at night to straighten out. Part of it is to straighten out all the stuff that crap all we got all day long, and we need to store it somewhere and get it out of our short-term memory so we make room for the new information. And also, it, <clears throat> they say our soul leaves our body during that time. It relaxes us. We need to refresh, and that refreshes us. It's like a, a whale coming up for air, okay, basically, because we need to get back to the other side. We're almost uh, at the 30-minute mark. It's technically a 30-minute show, although I can go longer. But before uh, we hit the 30-minute mark, I want to just uh, 
tell you you're listening to Getting on Top on, Bo- on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Paul Morris. We're here Wednesdays from 4 to 4.30 p.m. And uh, we broadcast from the Southern Hudson Valley region, New York State, which is the northern suburbs of New York City. And um, if you want to hear, if I go beyond the 30 minutes, I probably will. If you want to hear the rest of it, uh, the blog uh, the blog is uh, there, and you, you can hear that, uh, the rest of the show, by just going to, to the station on the Internet. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash getting dash on dash top. And uh, that's the web page, and you, you can hear the archive program. Just You can forward it to the end and hear beyond the first 30 minutes. Okay, so... Just just to wrap things up, we're going up the live feed in 60 seconds. Just to wrap things up, um, that's the paradise principle. That's basically it. The thing that we, the thing we love about things and others and performances and what we call art. And in fact, you know, there was a question many years ago that said, "What is art?" You know, well, I have one definition for art. Anything that gives us transcendence, that possesses that paradise principle, is art, okay? Something that moves us. So anything that moves us, a person, you know, a a gesture, whatever it is, that's going to make us feel great, and that's a paradise principle. And hopefully I will be... You know, uh, starting to write this book soon. I'm still doing research, and uh, when it comes out, perhaps you'll read it. So thanks very much for listening. If you want to hear more about me, Paul Morris, I uh, have a number of websites. And uh, one is ftfcreations.com. That stands for FTF. FTF as in Freight Train Freddy, creations.com. That's F. TFCreation.com. You can buy the uh, the uh, ebook for the Kindle uh, or the Apple uh, iPad uh, for uh, $2.99. In fact, the uh, Apple iPad has the song Freight Train, complete song Freight Train Freddy on it. Uh, you can also get the soft cover there and see the beautiful illustrations and read some of the uh, the uh, rhymes. And you could also check me out at ConqueringDepressionForLife.com. That's a long one. ConqueringDepressionForLife.com, all one word. And you can find out what depression is really about. And it's related, I'll give you a hint, to uh, this death wish that children have. When they don't die and they live, they still contain Harry that death wish, and that's the basis of depression. Okay, there's a lot more to it. Yes, there is, and you'll read a lot. You'll read a lot about it at that uh, on that the website of mine that I wrote and also designed. If someone would like to talk to me personally about it, free of charge. Uh, the, the consultation is free of charge. That is, uh, you can contact me at eight four five four two five. 6389, and I'll explain it all to you and what's involved 
it sh- you should be able to actually uh, overcome that problem of depression in two weeks, uh, as little as two weeks, three sessions. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, I'll be back next week with another show. Uh, Penny Cohen will be on that show. We're not 100% sure of the topic yet, but we'll have one, and I'll send that announcement before that. Thanks for listening. God bless, and we're going out with the whole one uh, one minute and 16 seconds worth of Freight Train Freddy by Peter Tezone. Bye. <laughs> He was up each morning with the dawn Because he knew his daily run was long and hard And he had to be ready To get his freight train down the track Determination he would never lack The little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy Everybody was his friend And they all helped him to the end To keep those freight cars rolling along steady He never knew what to expect And was very careful not to wreck The little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy The little locomotive called Freight Train Freddy.